What's up everyone? Welcome back to Spark Talk. Alright, so today we're going to go over our week 3 predictions. But first we got some news to go over. Just a little bit of news. Gruden, or John Gruden, I should say, said he it's hard to find a great pass rusher. Those were his words exactly. In the uh, Oakland pre- in the Oakland press today. Yeah, so... Um, or yesterday, I Yesterday, say. he said yeah, it. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't get it. I, I don't either. You, you traded away probably the best pass rusher at the moment right now, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I wouldn't say he's the best right now. I'd say. He's, he's had more production. Von Miller. More production now. I'm going to go. Two games. Who? Von. Not Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn has. No, Mac, my bad. Vaughn has. He's got a couple strip sacks. He's got it. Yeah, I know. He's got like four sacks. I'm saying like a totality of the defense. I think Khalil's had a little bit better production. The Denver's 2 0. Okay. I'm just saying, Vaughn's playing better, too. But regardless, I mean, you traded away like what, the second best pass rusher in the National Football League? Still. Or like one generation. Or like like 1A, 1B. Some people, yeah. I don't know if this is, you know, you go this far, people call him the next Lawrence Taylor. Um, I don't know. I, you got to see, mean, see a little bit more years out re, there. Yeah, now. but regardless, he is yeah. a generational talent. He's the guy that makes your defense from the worst in the league to, like, a mid-level defense just because he's on it. That's what the Raiders were. They were a mid-level defense. Now their defense is terrible this year. Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, he goes to the Bears. Bears were a top ten defense without him. They're going to be a top five defense this year. Yeah. I, in my, in my opinion, I don't think there's any questions about that. Who knows? I mean, maybe they could play, start playing bad, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't know. John Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> he he reminds I, me of uh, in that Chip Kelly situation with uh, Philly, just trying to recreate what Chip, what Chip Kelly is trying to recreate what he did at Oregon. And it's just like John Gruden's trying to recreate what he did in 2002. Well, if he tried to recreate anything that he did in 2000, or 2001, 2002, um, it would completely be defense. Yeah, I know. So, or if he tried to recreate what he did in Tampa, it would be uh, defense. Yeah, so, I know. I don't know. Um, like, I get he's an offensive guy. He's been away from the game ten years. for over 10 years. I never really bought into the John Gruden hype. Uh, I think it would be cool. It was it's cool to see him back on the sideline. You know, we haven't seen him since we were kids, but or you know whatever, however old you are when you last saw him. But I just never bought into the hype. It's been yeah. so long. Um, I'm not really liking any of the decisions he's made so far. They're what zero and two to start the season. Uh, I mean, I think they'll end up six and ten around that range. That's what I kind of thought they yeah. were going to be this season. Uh, I don't know. He just needs to stop. Yeah, he needs to quit needs saying to, stuff about Khalil. Press. What's well, not even that? He's not going to be able to. He just needs to stop saying stuff about Khalil Mack. Yeah, it, he just needs to quit. You traded away one of the best defensive players overall, period, in the National Football League, a top five defensive player, not just pass rusher, but defensive player. Stop. You messed up. <laughs> You're an idiot. First round picks don't guarantee you're gonna get a great player. You had a guaranteed great player. And Oakland's been historically bad at drafting players. No, I mean, but nobody's yeah. really good at drafting. Like people can say, like, oh, this team's great at drafting, or this team, like, you have spurts of it, but yeah, yeah, Oakland really has been one of those teams that like they really don't do well in the first round or really any round. You, 
they got they got lucky with Derek Carr, and he's kind of just given a piece of crap of a team so far. Yeah, he's like, haven't been that like, good. Well, I watched the uh, football life on Carson Palmer, and Carson Palmer every year would go into the owner's office and demand a better team. I think Derek Carr needs to start doing that or ask for a trade because he, what Aaron he, Rodgers he, did. he reminds me of Carson Palmer. That's what Aaron Rodgers at this, did at this moment. Aaron Rodgers kept doing it with the Packers, and what they do finally? Drafted corners, two really good corners, young ones too. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be there for a long time. Uh, signed Muhammad Wilkerson to a one-year prove-it deal. I mean, did a lot of things. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I'm just. He just needs to stop. Needs to stop talking about that. Yeah. Just needs to focus on his team, and doing what they need to do because, <laughs> look, we get it messed up. Yeah. Stops acting like it wasn't a big deal. So let's move on to the next bit of uh, bit of news. Ruben Foster, the San Francisco 49ers middle linebacker. Um, I think he's middle linebacker. Yeah, he's middle linebacker. Middle linebacker. Was activated, or was officially activated to the roster after being banned. Um, I want to say he was banned for the sexual assault. Uh, Charge? Uh, no, uh, it was substance abuse. Okay, after, well, uh, after getting re- uh, arrested for weapons and drug violations. Okay, okay. So he got arrested so, and then had and then get suspended because of the uh, substance abuse policy. So. Okay, but he's been in trouble for domestic abuse yeah, think, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know, like he's a he's a guy that could be a game changing linebacker. He could be one of the top ten linebacker middle linebackers in the league. A guy that's like a cornerstone for their team, a cornerstone for that defense. But he he needs to stay out of trouble. I don't know how many more chances he's going to get. I mean, he's been in trouble. I think for domestic abuse, for the substance abuse. He got in trouble at Alabama too, I think. Right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, if I just, remember correctly. He's a great player. All over the field, he's a smart football player. I mean, great tackler, but he can't stay on the field. Yeah, he was my second in, uh, defensive rookie of the year last year. Like my sec- he would been my second choice. Cause that's how good of a year he had. He had, yeah. He had up there with Pro Bowl level players like that good of a year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was he's, outstanding. He's fast. He's a great tackler too. But it's the same thing with uh, Josh Gordon. Can you stay on the field? And I don't know if he has that in him because he's had so many problems within like a three years span, which most players don't even have within ten years of their NFL career. He's had that in three in three years, college and now in the pros. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, they got Fred Warner. Yeah, no. Linebacker from uh, BYU. So, yeah. I don't even think there's a guarantee that he's going to – I mean, he'll he'll play. Yeah. I think they run a 3-4. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, do. they run a 3-4, so he'll play. They'll both be in the middle of the defense. Um, but, I mean, Fred Warner stepped in and said, uh, I'm the captain of this defense, and he's a rookie. Yeah. So, and he's playing outstanding right now. He's playing phenomenal through the first two games of the season. I don't know. I hope he stays out of trouble. I hope he starts cleaning up his act. Because um, I hope I hope anybody that starts getting in trouble cleans up their act. Because I would just like to see them have a great career. So we can see what they could really become. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I I just don't really got high hopes he's been in trouble so much. Yeah. Um, but I hope so. Especially like the starting his career too. As yeah. well. So. I don't know. Hopefully he, he can yeah. turn things around. Yeah, hopefully. Because he's, he's a fun player to watch. If, he'll you like, be, if, you, if you like defensive football, he's a fun player to watch. And he'll, be an, he'll be an important piece of that defense yeah. if they want to win games. Um, let's move on to our last bit of news. There was uh, a report going around that Tom Brady 
would quote unquote divorce Bill Belichick if he could. I don't know. I'm not going to say the quote's wrong. Uh, uh, he said uh, there was a report that said Brady would re- or would have retired. Well, he was so fed with Belichick that he was yeah really considering retiring in uh, late March. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, it's just more. I think it's more of a power struggle than anything. I think Tom Brady, obviously, he's up there with the greatest of all time. Uh, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. Uh, it, there's gonna be a power struggle there, especially, and then you have that own, and then you have Robert Kraft too, the uh, probably the best owner of all time because he's assembled a he's been twenty to, twenty year long dynasty. So he's been able to keep that together. Yeah. So this uh, like it's just gonna be a power struggle, especially with those type of just like mentalities coming in as well. I just want people to think about how special the Patriots <laughs> dynasty has been. I'm a Colts fan, so. If anybody feels the pain of the Patriots dynasty, it was me when I was a kid. Game after game in the playoffs, the Patriots ending the Colts season and ending my dreams of winning a Super Bowl until we finally beat them one time uh, in the playoffs. But anyways, it's... I don't know. The Patriots dynasty is the greatest dynasty that has ever been in the National Football League. It was just like the Spurs dynasty in the NBA. It was it lasted over an extended period of time. Basically two decades right now, we've seen Tom Brady and Bill Belichick rule the league as the best team in football. Yeah. They haven't always won the Super Bowl, but they've been to eight. And mm. I think what, they've been to fifteen AFC championships or some some crap like that? Yeah. In like almost twenty years. And what well, this is going to be their if they make it this year, it's be like their fifth or sixth in a row that they made it there. So. Yeah. Like no question of the best dynasty in football, especially over that period of time. We see we saw Seattle's dynasty crumble pretty quickly. Um, you know, we see a lot of dynasties crumble quickly, yeah. just because everybody gets an ego. Everybody has to start getting paid. People start leaving, going to different teams, and for one reason or another, Bill Belichick, being the greatest coach, has not needed one personnel or one set of personnel on the field. And Tom Brady has not needed one set of teammates on the field at all times. They bring, pick and choose who they want, put them on the field, and they play football. And they execute. And they do their job. I think this whole rift between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick is I think just Brady wants the respect he feels like he deserves. Uh, the, uh, supposedly, I was, I, was, I was reading up on it. It was like a little article in Bleacher Report. Uh, about like a reporter was writing it, and, like especially another reporter asked Brady's sister if uh, what she like I guess what she thought about it, and she said that he he's afraid that Belichick is going to do what the Colts did to uh, did the Manning and just let him go. After all that time, just let him go and just have nothing to do with him, basically. Which obviously Indy's have Indy has a statue and all that, but yeah, New Tom, England Tom would Brady, have a statue of him. But, trust me, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. But Tom Brady is uh, like I think he's kind of worried that because I think he wants to be in New England for the rest of his career, and I don't th- and he thinks Belichick's gonna just let him go after all this time, and I think that's why you've seen well, they were just not now. Yeah, he, they were going to. Yeah, and then that's why you've seen Jimmy G leave, and then Joe Brissett left first. Yeah. A guy that could have been a really good starter for him. I I love Jacoby Brissett uh, in Indy. 
Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, we saw what certain things he could do in those couple games with the Patriots. Um, I don't know. I just... I think Brady wants the the respect he feels like he deserves. He's always taken pay cuts. Never been the highest paid quarterback in the league. Always saying, team before me. I mean, just... That's what Tim Duncan did with the Spurs. Yeah. Never highest part of the league. But Tim Duncan never had an issue with it. Yeah. And see, with Tom Brady, it's like, dude, I've gotten you five rings, eight Super Bowl appearances, to 15 AFC championships. I haven't had to have any star players outside of the one season we had Randy Moss, and we went 16-0. So, just, I don't know. I think... They just had they. I think that it's it's hard to be in a relationship like they've been in for twenty years, especially in sports. Being the greatest quarterback of all time and being the greatest head coach of all time, the egos there are insane. And for them to actually put those egos aside, even still with the rift they've had, and to continue working and being professional, and probably make another AFC championship like they probably will this year, it. Yeah, I uh, it's special, and I don't know. I think Belichick should just give him a little bit more like respect. Like, hey, yeah, like I get I get Belichick's all about the team and all about like do your job and nobody's above anybody and this and that. But it's Tom Brady. He's entering the last few you a uh, few years of his career, depending on how long he ends up wanting to play. Um, and I think it, if we see Brady play till forty five, it's because they they worked on and fixed whatever. Um, issues they had and if he retires after this year then I think it's solely because Brady did not want to um, play for Belichick anymore and I think that's the only reason yeah I think on that maybe his time's coming a little bit uh, because we haven't seen this from New England in a while where it's been multiple seasons where they've been like blowing out obviously they've had the resurgence in all the seasons but are they going to do it this year? We just, obviously we, we can't look into the future and do that. But yeah. they've been blowing out like the last couple of years, a couple seasons. They've been just been demolished. Like in all their losses, they just get demolished. So when stuff goes bad, it goes really bad for New England. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but like when they get in the playoffs, yeah, they get in Foxborough, they get home field advantage. It's tough to play up there. That, that's it gets the question. Cold. Are they going to get home field advantage this year? That's the huge question. If they don't get home field the, advantage. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't think the rift is that big a problem in the grand scheme of things. They're both going to come to work. They're going to uh, they're gonna put the work boots on. They're going to get down to business. They're going to go over the playbook. They're going to talk to each other. They're going to figure out the game plan. And they're going to execute what they need to do on Sunday. And that's just what they're going to do. They've been doing it for over 20 years. This rift in their relationship has not just been recent. It's probably developed over the last couple of years. Um, they won a Super Bowl two years ago. Went to the Super Bowl last year. Was a drive away without a strip sack from winning. So, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's that big an issue. And I think we'll see the Patriots. Until Brady leaves or Belichick leaves, the Patriots will still be, you know, Super Bowl contending team. And, you know, I'm sure we'll continue to hear news about this rift between them. In the future. All right, so we're gonna get into uh, the games of the week. We're gonna uh, do our predictions, and uh, we'll start out with the game tonight: uh, the Jets and the Jets at Cleveland. 
Uh, who do you got? <sighs> I'm going to go Cleveland. That's what I'm going to go to. I'm gonna go Cleveland. I'm gonna, I, I think, think they just have a better overall team than it's the a, It's at home. Uh, the, the Cleveland defense is actually legit. Uh, they've been two field goals away. Or, well, multiple field goals. But they've been... If you theoretically two been a kicker, a kicker away from being yes, two and zero, yeah, from being two and zero. So yeah, uh, Sam Darnold, you know, he's just a young quarterback. He's going to turn the ball over. I think there's going to be no exception to that. Their offensive line is not good. Their receiving core is so so. Quincy Anu was a pretty good guy. Uh, Robert Anderson, if he can stay on the field, oh, yeah, he's pretty he's, solid. Yeah, he's uh, a great deep threat. I like that, uh, and they got some pieces on that defense, like Jamal Adams, Darren Lee. No, their no, their defense is actually pretty good. Yeah, I know, and they just they I think all, it's just all the young talent the Jets have. They eventually have to put it together. It's probably not going to be this year, as like we can tell. Give them some time, but they're going to yeah. be a good team. They're going to have those spurts where you see the Detroit game, and then you see the game last week where they're just going to make rookie mistakes, young mistakes, like Sam Darnold throwing uh, picks like right in the red zone. So it's just, yeah, he's yeah. a rookie. It's going to happen. So, he's a risk taker. Mm-hmm. It's going yeah. So, but I think that's going to kind of bite him in the butt tonight. Yeah, no, because that that Cleveland team is really good. Uh, the Cleveland defense, I should say, is really good. They've got a good roster. Period. Yeah. And they've got Tyrod. Tyrod needs to step it up though. If yeah, he, if he wants to keep that, if he doesn't, if they somehow tie again in this game, or if they lose this game, Baker has Baker to come will in. come in. Baker, Baker has will. to come in. Yeah, that's kind of that's gonna be the question. If Tyrod doesn't play well and they lose, yeah, Baker's coming in. He hasn't I think played no well, and they technically should have won both games, but he still hasn't played well at all. Yeah, he hasn't played. Yeah, they should have won both because their defense is actually that freaking good. Yeah, but outside of that, I'm just. Not really. I'm yeah. not really sold on Tyrod this year. He's, I'm not either. And he's. I think he's got a better team this year in Cleveland than he did in Buffalo. Yeah. Better weapons and everything. Uh, even a better coordinator. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I've got Cleveland winning. Yeah, I do too. All right. So we're going to the one o'clock games on Sunday, and we're going to go to Indy in Philly. Look, I already uh, said on uh, on uh, Tuesday that I think the Eagles are going to blow out the Colts. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a I don't, I don't think it's going to be a blowout necessarily. I think it's going to be a closer game. Uh just a simple fact is I think Carson Wentz has to get in the groove first and yeah, you're right. he has to find his groove. He it could be like it could be like close through three quarters and then they stretch it out because he gets into his groove or it could be close to the whole game and he's just picking up his groove throughout the game. So I think it's going to be like 34-27 type game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It could be, but I think I think Carson Wentz is going to come back. Yeah. He's probably going to be rusty, which might play to the Colts' advantage. Yeah. Um, but the Colts, yes, they have some young pieces where you're like, man, that, pro- that, that dude's probably going to be really good. Or, like, dang, they got a steal in the draft. They're not a full team yet. They've still got a long way to go. They're still yeah. young. They're still not super great. Um, they're still in the bottom half of the league in, in a roster for sure. Some people think they're the worst. So, I just, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I, I just think the the Colts offense is going to stall so much against the Eagles defense. I don't think they're going to get a lot going. That the defense for the Colts may play well for the, through the first quarter and it may stay close. Yeah. And even into the second. But I think as the game goes on, the Colts' defense is going to get just extremely exhausted and tired because they're going to be on the field for the majority of the game. I, I, th- I think I trust in Frank Wright, especially against, uh, going up against his old team. 
I think they got a little bit trusted to have a closer game in that sense because Andrew Luck's an elite quarterback. Yeah. And elite I mean, quarterbacks don't get blown out so all all the time, but then again he doesn't have the best team. I think it's gonna be around seven and ten point game. It's gonna be a little bit closer than people think. I think they're gonna be right there on that on that verge. It's gonna be I think reminiscent of the Cincinnati game a little bit. I think it's gonna be like a, one. a thirty-five to ten win. That's, that's this is what I see. Until the Colts can prove me wrong, like beat a good team. Uh, so we're gonna go to New Orleans at Atlanta, and uh, I picked Atlanta. I picked I picked Atlanta because they they seem like a different team at home this year. They played great against a, uh, you know, it's like kind of a stagnant offense in Carolina. They played really good. Uh, the defense stepped it up with all the injuries that they that they've had, uh, and I think the Saints are just kind of lackluster this year. I think they gotta get Mark Ingram back in there, and the offense may start going, but that's still another week away. Uh, so he, so I I just think at home Atlanta has a confidence boost, and I think there's gonna get on a row and. New Orleans seems like they're a second half team this year. They're just going to stall out in the first half, and then just fire out and just start firing. Uh, let Drew Brees uh, air it out and uh, get some touchdowns late in the second half. So. See, that's that's the issue with what they've been in the past. Yeah, they get down. Drew Brees throws it all over the field. They get close. He has amazing stats, um, but they don't win. Yeah, I think at home Atlanta's going to have the advantage. Um, I think they're going to go what two and one. And the Saints will fall to what one and two. Uh, yeah, I think that'll happen. Uh, I think the Saints will end up having a good season, but yeah, just I think Mark Ingram's a lot more important to that offense than people realize. Mm-hmm. Um, Alvin Kamara is a good one-two punch. Alvin Kamara is a great special receiving back, elusive back. But get Mark Ingram in there to do the dirty work, to do the downhill running, yeah. And then you get Alvin uh, Alvin Kamara in there. And then that's when he starts really taking over the game because mm-hmm. the defense gets tired, his elusiveness, his speed takes over. Yeah. But him going in and trying to get be the number one back, it's I, I'm not liking it right now. So I've got Atlanta winning. Yeah, I do too. And then we're gonna go to Green Bay at Washington. I'm struggling with this game a little bit because it's in Washington. Like the Redskins have a good team. You don't know what you're gonna. They look. They look inconsistent this year. They've had. They had a great game the first week, and then they, they lost to the Colts. Yeah, and then they lost to a, a, a up and coming Colts team, uh, young Colts team. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the old line needs to get better run blocking because AP had no lanes to run through. Like you, like you seen spurts of it where AP was able to squeeze through a small hole and get like five six yards in that game, but he. But they need a block better, especially with a uh, really good run-stopping uh, uh, defense in uh, Green Bay with uh, Muhammad Wilkerson there, uh, Mike Daniels. Kenny and Clark. Got, yeah. uh, with Nick Perry and uh, Blake Martinez, uh, two pretty good young middle linebackers. So, well, uh, we'll see. Uh, I got I picked Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I've got Green Bay, too. Because uh, I have more faith in Aaron Rodgers with one leg than I do in uh, Alex Smith, the uh, to uh, lead a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and I, I think the Packers actually have a pretty um, solid win, like a pretty easy win over them. Not like a crazy blowout, but I think a pretty comfortable like 10-point lead throughout the whole game. I think that's what it's going to be. I've got Green Bay. Yeah, I do too. And then we're, we're going to go to uh, Buffalo and uh, Minnesota. I think it's going to be a lock of the week for most people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
Is it Sean McDermott? Maybe. I would probably say it, it could be Sean McDermott. Um, could it be Josh Allen's a bust? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not liking the Buffalo de- uh, team at all. Their defense is a pretty solid unit, but they're out on the field a lot. They're yeah. going to get tired. It's just going to happen, especially against the Minnesota Vikings. <clears throat> I think it's more Sean McDermott than Josh Allen. I think we still got we get we still got to give him some weapons that is more custom to him. He has probably one probably the slowest starting receiver in NFL history, Kevin <laughs> Benjamin, who doesn't run deep at all. He just more he's going to post you up like a basketball player and get a jump ball. He's not going to have that speed that Pat Mahomes has in KC, and I think Josh Allen needs that. Yeah, with that, that big arm. Yeah, yes. with that type of speed. Yes. Uh, so. We'll see. Uh, I think Sean McDermott's going to get fired uh, probably in, like, week 10, especially if they keep this play up. He I'm not going to say week 10. He'll stay through the whole season because they know. made the playoffs last year. But He's he could be, get fired. He could get fired they, at the end of the season. This team's looked atrocious. Yeah, I think they did all Minnesota, Minnesota, I think he's going to roll away with the easy win here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Minnesota's going to have a pretty easy game. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we'll go to the uh, – Next game is going to be Oakland in Miami. I don't know. This is going to be a close game. It's just two sluggish teams. Uh, Miami's not faced the best uh, opponent so far. Mm. So we'll see. Uh, their def- Miami's defense looks really good. Their offense is a little bit sluggish because Ryan Tannehill may be trying to just find his groove back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I like their running game a lot. Adam, Adam Gase is going to get the most out of Ryan Tannehill, too. So I like Kenny and Drake. I like Frank Gore a lot. It's a, it's a nice one-two punch. Frank yeah. Gore still got it. Kenny and Drake, I think, is a really, really good back people don't yeah. talk about. so. Uh, I'm going to go Miami because they're at home. Uh, by three, I want to say like 20 to 17, something like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go Oakland. I know I've been ragging on John Gruden. I'm not the biggest fan of the John Gruden signing and probably what's going to happen over the next decade if he ends up even staying that long. But yeah. I think they're going to get the win. I think they will. Let's see what happens, but I'm going to be confident that they're going to get one win <laughs> at least. But yeah, I just don't think it's gonna be today. I think it'd be more divisional rounds for uh, our divisional opponents for uh, Oakland to get those wins, and uh, they could obviously get the win today. I think it's gonna be close. Maybe Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it could it could happen. I don't know, but I have Miami just because I have more faith in Adam Gase and that defense than I do in Oakland's. Oakland, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we go to the uh, next game, and it's going to be Denver and Baltimore. Ooh, that's an interesting matchup. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. I'm going. It's two good defenses. You didn't see it last week with the Baltimore, uh, with the way they played last week. The Baltimore defense, but they're actually a really good unit. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, they are. Uh, very underrated as well. Uh, but I think the better defense is going to prevail. I think the better quarterback, Case Keenum, is going to uh, get, uh, lead the team to a win. I think it's going to be. Not a, obviously, it's not going to be a blow because they're pretty even teams, but I think it's going to be kind of an easy one. Like you said, with Green Bay and Washington, I think they're going to have like a 10-point lead. Kind of like since he did last week with the Baltimore, and the Baltimore's going to try to fight their way back to the game. All right. So you got what, Denver? Yeah, I got Denver. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore. Just for the simple fact, um, they got embarrassed on Thursday night football. Uh, now they've had 10 days to prepare. Um, Joe Flacco thinks actually going to play pretty well this season because he's under pressure. 
He's got another guy in Lamar Jackson trying to start. Um, I love their defense. I think they're really underrated. Is CJ Mosley out? Yeah, I think he's out for the season. I think it's always ACL. I got, I got, I got. I, I, that's not a hundred percent sure. I gotta look at it, but. I, I but regardless, think, yeah. the rest of their defense is still pretty good. Yeah. Um, pretty solid, pretty solid unit. I'm not sold on Case Keenum. Uh, I love Von Miller. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I just think they're gonna pull out the win. All right, so we got difference of opinions there. Uh, so we're gonna go to uh, Cincy in Carolina, hmm. which is I think surprising because North Carolina's having all the struggle and stuff. Uh, you think they might change it, but is it in North? Is it in Carolina? Yes, it's in Carolina. So we'll see. Yeah, it could be a slow. It could be like a sluggish game because it could be like very muddy and stuff. But uh, we're going. To, I'm going to go with uh, Cincy. I think. Their defense probably is going to play better in that sluggish area. Uh, their offense has looked a lot better this year than it did last year. Uh, and I still haven't seen that it factor on Carolina's offense this year because they've looked sluggish in both their games. I think that it factor could be DJ Moore, but they're not playing him enough. Yeah, I think no. he's got 17 total snaps in both games. He had a big, what, 51-yard touchdown or something like that last week. Um yeah, he like stiff, he like stiffed arm somebody like it was a nasty stiff arm. He just like put his hand out and the dude just like stalled. He's just, he could be yeah. a special player. They need to put him in more. Put him in on fifty percent of the offensive plays instead yeah. of only seventeen plays total. Um, or put him in more. Like the dude could maybe, be a special player. Maybe they start doing that this week uh, because he doesn't have like Cam. He's he's a good quarterback. He's not great in my eyes. He's good. Uh, he's going to get you to the playoffs every year or around that area eight and eight, ten and six each year. Uh, they get they get some weapons on that team. Now they're not. I don't know if they're utilizing them right though. That's just my opinion. I don't think they're utilizing them correctly. I think you have to have Christian McCaffrey uh, like in the slot sometimes. You know, also in the backfield. Have C.J. Anderson be in the backfield sometimes. Where you have both of them out there, like kind of what Nagy's doing with uh, Cohen and uh, Howard. Have Cohen in the slot and set up as a receiver, and have and have Jordan Howard in the backfield. They need to start. Implicating that type of stuff because Christian McCaffrey could have easily been a slot wide receiver in the NFL. He has great routes, so I think he had like over ten catches last game too. Yeah, so he needs to. They need to start doing some stuff with him, uh, uh, and DJ Moore as well too, because DJ Moore has has some talent to be an All Pro wide receiver. No, and yeah, he's he has special talent. He's a good guy. Another miss like Greg Olson, but. That uh, tight end shouldn't really do that much to your offense. I know he's uh, probably a hall. He's, he's on the hall. Of, he's on the borderline hall of fame. He's Cam's right favorite now. target. I get it. Yeah. But put DJ in more. Trust trust the rookie. He's gonna be good. Yeah. He's gonna be great. You've got Devin Funches, who's a solid wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna be fine. Yeah. But I'm leaning more towards Cincinnati, so I'm gonna have to go with them. I think overall, I think they're kind of clicking on all cylinders right I now. I do too. So, yeah, I th- I'm going to go Cincy. Right, so, we both get uh, Cincy. So, we're going to go to the next game, and it's going to be the Giants and Houston. Two winless teams that people thought would look better than they are right now. Deshaun Watson's not playing spectacular. I'll just say that. Um, that that's like that's like in, uh, I'll start this off. Saying it better than what it is. I'll, I'm going to go Houston simply because I think their defense is better. Uh, I think their quarterback is supremely better right now. He, Eli Manning is just not looking good. He's just looking on the downward side of his career. 
pretty much like kind of like he should retire soon. Um, he's just not yeah. looking great. I get their offensive line is atrocious, but he himself hasn't looked that great either, uh, which is kind of disappointing. I wish he would kind of get back to that old play. But I know because he's probably like when he's back at that play, it's probably the most fun to watch in like NFL. Makes because, crazy plays, crazy passes. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, it's fun to watch. He he just can't move around like he used to, and I think that's yeah. really affecting him. Um, but I, yeah, I think Deshaun Watson. He's coming. He came back from the ACL injury. He came back kind of quick. Not not as quick as Carson Wentz is, yeah. but still pretty quick for an ACL tear. Um, he's still getting in the groove of things. He still has to get comfortable out there, moving around and all that crap. Uh, and I think he's going to be end up being fine this year. I think the Texans will be a pretty solid team. Maybe not what I thought they were going to be this year. I'm um, starting zero two. It's not a great start. It's not what you want to be, especially against a. But like I, I can understand that New England lost because New England looked a lot more prepared than they did. But the Titans lost; they should have won that game. Yeah, they they were down fourteen to nothing with Blaine Gabbert at quarterback through the whole game. Yeah, so, that was yeah. disappointing to see that. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go Houston. I think they're gonna bounce back. I do too. I think they are too. So As I have more faith in the team with Houston than I do with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not trusting the Giants right now. Saquon Barkley. Looks explosive in, in spurts. He's a great uh, receiving back, too, yeah. as well. Odell Beckham looking pretty pretty solid, pretty great. I don't know. Can Eli Manning step up his play? It's going to be a close game. Now, can Eli – can the old line, I should say, can they step it up? Because Eli – It's not going to happen. I, don't know. <laughs> I think we're going to see more of that uh, scared face by Eli throughout the game. <laughs> yeah. J.J. Uh, yeah. Watt might have a big game. Uh, yeah. Jadavion Klein might have a big game. That's what, so, yeah. Whitney Merciless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go Houston. I am too. So, we're going to go to the next game. And it's a divisional game. Tennessee and Jacksonville. I think this is going to be either, some people's locks of the week. I think Jacksonville's going to destroy them. I think they're firing all cylinders. I don't think we're going to see the production like uh, Blake Boys did last week. Because I think the Titans' defense is a little bit better than because they get some of those New England players that actually left. Uh, but I just I think Jacksonville's defense is going to st- uh, stall that stall Blaine Gabbert. If Blaine Gabbert plays, I think they're going to stall him out. Uh, Marcus Mariota, I don't know. Still, he could come back a little bit slower from injury. Some people do. He gets he's been getting hurt a lot. Yeah, for the past uh, couple seasons. And it's kind of stalled his uh, growth a little bit as well as a quarterback. So we'll we'll see if who plays a quarterback. I think Blaine's playing this week. If I'm if I know correctly, probably. I yeah. I hate. I don't think it's injury stunting his growth as much as it is himself. I just don't. I I've just not been sold on him. Um, I think it's a mystery. I, I like really like both. Maybe I really liked him coming out of Oregon, and then he just got into the NFL, and he never turned the ball over there, and you know he was super efficient, and that offense he was just great in, and. He's got to the NFL and he runs a little bit too much. Gets yeah. takes a lot of bumps and bruises that he shouldn't. Um, his decision making is not great. He throws the ball. His his throws just aren't good. They're inco- yeah. they're inconsistent. I know. He's like, starting to kind of get into that Blake Bortles territory where it's like, like we got to see uh, more out of you. We got to see a lot more out of you for yeah. you to be the franchise quarterback. If not, we got to move on soon because the roster for Tennessee is pretty solid. They've got some really good pieces on that team. And Mike Vrabel really impressed me with that uh, type of performance that he got with Blaine yeah. Gabbert last year. And maybe, week. maybe he'll prove me wrong and actually be a good head coach. Yeah. I haven't been sold on him as a hire. Just what he did to the Houston defense from first to worst, basically. Yeah, and they're still trying to but, rebuild that defense now, especially with Romeo Cronoback. But, I mean, 
Yeah, I think uh, Jacksonville's going Jacksonville's to be like strong to an easy one. I think. I think they're going to have a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good statistical week on offense and defense. I think they're going to have a pretty fun. I think it's going to be more running this this week for Jacksonville, but I think it's going to be a blowout nonetheless. Yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. Jacksonville's got the W pretty easy. <laughs> so we got uh, an interesting matchup here. Uh, we got a San Francisco team. A little bit lackluster this year. Uh, and then we got a firing all cylinders Kansas City team. So we got San Francisco and KC. Who do you got? I'm going to go Kansas City. I am it's too. at Arrowhead, one of yeah. the loudest stadiums in the NFL. Um, them and Seattle go back and forth all the time. I'm breaking that record. But, yeah, yeah I'm going to go I'm gonna go Kansas City. I'm, I've just not been sold on San Francisco this year. What are they? Uh, are they one on one? No, they one one. Yeah, they. So yeah, and and the thing is, they let they they kind of did what the Bears did in Week One. They let Detroit kind of crawl back into that game and then have a chance at the end of the game. Uh, if it wasn't for Theo Reddick dropping two passes in the uh, in the third and fourth down that ultimately ended the game, uh, Detroit would have been down at like the red zone with the uh, like thirty. 30 seconds left, 20 seconds left, and we had a chance to score uh, to tie the game up. So, uh, I just, I don't, I'm not very sold on the defense and the, how, how I kind of like the defensive side of it a little bit for, especially with that KC offense. That's yeah. been, that's been just lining it up the past think, couple weeks. Yeah, I think Pat Mahomes is in line for another big game. It's, it's at yeah. home. Uh, I'm not. I don't like their defense. I think it's going to be a high scoring affair between both teams. Mm-hmm. I think Jimmy G, uh, Jimmy G may have a big game, like a 400 yard, three touchdown, four touchdown game. Yeah, I think it's going to be an offensive game. Um, but I think ultimately, Kansas City is going to be able to outscore um, San Francisco yeah. and get the W. Yeah, so. I do too. Yeah, I believe that too. So we'll go to the four o'clock games now, and it's going to be the two LA teams. I think I don't think we ever said that in uh, football ever, but we're gonna go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Technically, it's they're both at home, but we're gonna go with Los Los Angeles Chargers at <laughs> at the Rams facility. So uh, it's two home games. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Rams. I think they got a little bit better overall team than them. I think it's gonna be closer than what people think because Philip Rivers can get close games. Uh. But I, I just think the Rams got a little bit better overall team in general. Yeah, I think I think Rams are going to win. I like San Diego – or San Diego. I like uh, the Chargers roster. They shouldn't move back to San Diego because they're not getting any money from their – Well, they've got to wait, wait yeah. until their stadium is built. But I think – yeah, I like, I like uh, the Chargers roster a lot. Um, is Joey Bosa back? Is he? I don't know. I don't know. I, I need to check uh, it. They haven't reported anything yet on him. So, as of now, we haven't, as of Thursday, that we're doing this podcast, we haven't heard anything about Joey Bosa. There hasn't been any report if he's playing or not. So, as of now, we're going to say he's out of the game. So, But, yeah, I think, regardless of that, or if he plays or not, um, I still think they have a really solid roster, one of the best in the league. And... But I don't see them getting it done against the Rams. I think the Rams are the offense is clicking. I think their defense is clicking. I think Sean McVay is a great young head coach. They're the best team in football. 
Um, and I don't see anybody stopping him anytime soon. I've got him. I've got him winning by like fourteen points by two touchdowns. Because I think they'll will pull away late and get another touchdown. Get up by two scores. Um, and I just that's what I see the game going like. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a ten point game. I think uh, uh, Chargers gonna be driving, and then I think like Marcus Peters gonna have a pick six again. And kind of just sealed up. I think it's gonna be like a seventeen point game, but the score's not gonna indicate how close the game actually was. So yeah. All right, so we're gonna go to Chicago in uh, Arizona. So yeah, it's a great defense versus a terrible offense. Is how we're gonna put it. Uh, being Chicago's defense and uh, Arizona's offense has only got six points. They're averaging three a game as of now. <laughs> It's pretty uh, uh, it's pretty pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go Chicago. Yeah, I, I I don't trust that offense against that against the defense that's proven itself time and time again this year. Yeah, come up big and stop yeah. make big plays. Yeah, I think the Bears defense is gonna have another field day. I think they're gonna. I think Khalil Mack's gonna have a field day. I think Akeem Hicks. I think Eddie Goldman. I think Leonard Floyd's finally gonna start getting in on the sack party. I think uh, Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan. I think the corners. I think the whole defense is gonna have a big day. A big game, maybe a couple picks, some sacks. Yeah. Whoever has them in fantasy um, is going to have a fun day with that defense. And I think I think Mitch is going to play well. Uh, I know Arizona's got a you know some some talent on the defensive side. You know they still got Patrick Peterson and whatnot, and he may have an interception. I just think Mitch Trubisky is going to play well. I think he's going to start finding his rhythm. I know a lot of people aren't sold on him. A lot of people don't like him, and I don't like him as much as I did Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. In the draft, I didn't like him as much as those two, but when they picked him, I thought he had talent, and I thought if you gave him the right pieces, he's got explosive offensive weapons. He's got a really good offensive line, a great, smart offensive coach running the team. I think he's going to be fine. I think he'll start finding his rhythm this week against a team like the Cardinals. It's a good time to find your rhythm, yeah. get uh, get your team up in the win column to uh, with two and one. Um, start gaining some momentum going into the you know going into some pretty important games in the season where the Bears could really take over and establish themselves as a contending Super Bowl team. Yeah. Um, but it depends on Mitch. Mitch yeah. has got to play well. He has a lot of raw talent, and he's inexperienced. Nagy has to be able to cook him like a steak and get that and get that potential out of him. Yeah, yeah. it's. He's yeah, he's pretty raw, especially ex- his experience in football. Period is pretty crazy how little he's played. I know. For, so for the potential he has and some of the things I've seen, I think he's going to be fine. When he sets his feet, he but, makes some really accurate throws. But the, yeah, he's got he, a strong arm. He's getting he he's to, accurate. He needs to calm down a little bit in the first half. For what, yeah. for what I've seen, he needs to calm down a little bit because we've seen the second half uh, on Monday night where. He was able to get into that groove. He played a lot better than what he did in that first half. So if he was able to get into the groove throughout the whole game, I think this could be a easy twenty point win for uh, Chicago. Yeah, he's this is a game he has to find his rhythm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had spurts where I'm like, this is this is what I want to see from Mitch Trubisky. This is the quarterback they need in Chicago that they have never had. That yeah. they have never had <laughs> at all, except for like maybe one of their QBs back in the 1930s and 40s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of that, the Bears have never had a solid franchise quarterback. They've always been built on having one of the best defenses of all time, and that's just how they've been built. That's how they've played. And again, they've got one of the best defenses in the league, a top five defense. 
you could argue, you could say the statistics, whatever. But they've got a top five talent of defense in the league. Mitch Trubisky, step up. Yeah. Because if he doesn't step up, the Bears will be six and ten, and they won't make the playoffs, and they'll lose close games because Mitch Trubisky can't make the plays. Yeah. If he can, the Bears could end up ten and six, eleven and five, and make the playoffs, have no issues, and be a team that contends. Yeah. He has to step up. But I think the Bears will get the win. Defense is going to have a big game. Cardinals just looked atrocious. Yeah. Um, I'm upset because I have David Johnson in fantasy. They're not using him enough. Not, Please uh, give him the ball. Let him do his thing. What is it? He's had like 17 touches in two games. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, it's please, very little. Yeah. Please, please, please give David Johnson the ball. If you're going to start Sam Bradford, stop using him. Give David Johnson the ball. <laughs> Regardless, they should put Rosen in. They should be playing Rosen anyways. But Which I'm happy they're not because I feel like they put Rosen in at the offense going to be a lot better than what it is against my Chicago team. So yeah. I, I like Rosen a lot. I do uh, too. I think they're not playing him because they realize how bad that offensive line is yeah. and they kind of don't want him to get hurt. <laughs> it's surprising Sam Bradford's not hurt already. Yeah, I know. Um, Maybe this is the, one of those odd years that uh, he doesn't get injured for some reason. Like that one year against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. I, th- I got the Bears winning. Um, I do too. By, I think, 17 points. I think it could be like a 24 to, I don't know, 24 to 3 win or some something like that, somewhere around there. Um, or even like a 30 to 3 win. I think it could be a pretty fun game for Chicago. Yeah. So, I've got them winning. Let's move I, on. I do too. So, we're going to go to the, I think it's the game of the week for some reason. <clears throat> pretty terrible game of the week. But, uh, Dallas at Seattle. Another very disgusting game that we're probably going to have to watch. So, oh, the game of the week's probably uh, Chargers and Rams. I usually, put say. the game of the week spot like it's four twenty-five, uh, Fox. Oh, never mind. Well, that's not. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you choose? Uh, I don't know who to pick at this point. Both the teams look sluggish. Uh, I'm gonna go Dallas. I'm gonna go Seattle because it's at Seattle. That's just mine. I'm gonna go Dallas. I think their pass. I think their defense is actually really underrated group. I like their group a lot on defense. Uh, their offense is looking pretty bad still, but I think I think with their defense can get uh, Seattle off the field quick. I think their running game and uh, at the Cowboys is gonna prevail and get them to win. I think it'll be a close game, like a three to seven point victory, three four points, whatever. But to yeah, be a I've got scoring game. Yeah. I've got uh, Dallas winning. Uh, I got Seattle. Just in a, yeah, like you said, a close game. Uh, so we'll go to the Sunday night football game, which is Matt Patricia versus Bill Belichick. So I would never say that in my life, but I actually did. So yeah, yeah. I, I never thought he'd be a head coach. He just doesn't look like a head coach. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go New England. <laughs> I'm gonna go with an odd pick here. I'm gonna go Detroit you go because ahead. I think New England doesn't get doesn't get rolling until they have a prime time loss, and they haven't had a prime time loss yet. So I don't know. I could I, you could. I mean, not, it was it's not prime. It's not prime time, but it's still a still nationally game. televised. Like I mean, yeah. we get the, we got to saw the uh, see the game in Kentucky, so I'm, it was not. It was I'm, I would assume it's probably nationally televised. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't prime time. I st- I think last week though it was their wake up call. They traded for Josh yeah. Gordon. Granted, I don't know how much we're going to see him in that offense, but I still think we're going to see him enough to where it's like he's going to get some targets. He's going to get some catches. Uh, this is what their last. 
is it now two weeks until they get Edelman back? So two more games until they get Edelman. Yeah. Um, Gronkowski, I think, is gonna have a big game. I think Patriots defense will play pretty solid. Uh, I don't know. It could be interesting though. I mean, Matthew Stafford makes things interesting. He's a really good quarterback. I know they people rag on him of, all the time. Uh, their wide receiver weapons on that Detroit offense is is crazy. Dylan yeah. Tate, uh, Marvin Jones, and uh, Kenny Galladay, who's looking tremendous. I think it could be a surprisingly good game. Uh, I think it could. That's but what I'm think, saying because I think. But I trust yeah. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick over Matt Patricia. I, I try. <laughs> I, I just trust him if it if it is. In my opinion, it's going to be a close game. Uh, I I trust Matthew Stafford to lead a game winning drop because he was going to last week until Theo Rick dropped two easy passes. So yeah, uh, we'll see what the Patriots defense can like. If, can yeah. they hold up? It's in Detroit, right? Yeah. So that's gonna play to the Lions' advantage. I still got New England, but I think it actually could be an exciting like offensive struggle yeah. or offensive game. Yeah, defensive you know, struggle. Defensive struggle, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, all right, so we're gonna go to the Monday night game, and we're going to get. All right, we're going to get Pitt versus Fist Magic. So yeah, in, in Tampa. So in Tampa. Uh, look, I know I have Pittsburgh winning the Super Bowl. All right, but I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. I am too. <laughs> you changing your picks? What your Super Bowl pick? I'm not. Cha- I'm not gonna change my pick. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those people and start trying to change stuff. Um, granted, like now that I have new information. Uh, I would like to, but I'm not going to. I'm yeah, not going to be like that's that. That's 2020 vision. Yeah. Uh, at the start of the season, I thought Le'Veon would come back already. I, th- I mean, I thought they'd be fine and start clicking. And I thought some of the games they had at the beginning of the season, these first two games were kind of winnable. Yeah, Le'Veon's over there partying at clubs uh, probably in Tampa right now. So, <sighs> who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, AB's back. AB's going to play well. Um, Big Ben, I-, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what we've seen with the Bucks the past couple weeks. Uh, granted, last week wasn't super high scoring, but twenty seven to twenty one, uh, Philly still was scoring points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think Big Ben's gonna have a big game like he did last week. I just don't think they're gonna win. I don't like Pittsburgh's defense. I don't either, and I think Fitz wants to have another good game before Jameis comes back. So he starts out ooh, three and zero. Oh. So they're gonna have to start him, and then say say if he doesn't play up to expectations after these three games. That he's been playing that, but he's still, he'll still get a big contract after the season if he decides to play. He, he's a little bit older quarterback, but he'll get a huge contract no matter what, or I a mean, bigger contract. He won't get a huge get, contract. You know, a, a big contract for a backup quarterback status. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Fitzmagic and usually runs out. Everyone's like, "Well, it's it's different this year." Everybody says that every year about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, it's different this year. Yeah. We always we always hear that about Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's always different, um, and then he starts showing, coming back down to earth and playing like an average quarterback, and that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He starts making mistakes. He starts not throwing touchdowns. He starts kind of playing really bad, and you're like, oh, uh, where's where's the Fitz magic we saw when you were like the top QB in the league? Yeah. What looking, happened? Looking uh, like Conor McGregor in the post interviews. So I think. I think Tampa is going to get the win. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is still serviceable enough yeah. that with the weapons that they have on that offense in uh, Tampa Bay and that offense, uh, the scheme, um, the playbook, it seems like everybody's clicking with it. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. I think he's still going to have a good game. I think he'll. I don't know if he's going to throw for 400 yards again. Uh, he could. I don't know. He could. 
But I could I, I could see him throwing for like three fifty and like four touchdowns. I right. could just see it happening again. I think it's gonna come down to a Chris Boswell miss field goal. I know people <laughs> don't really talk about kickers, but he was one of the kickers that got paid a lot this uh this off season for a kicker. He got paid a lot. Uh and he hasn't shown up in any of the games so far. He's missed a couple. I think he's missed a couple extra points. He's missed a couple Tampa. chip shots. Yeah, and it's in Tampa, which is probably the worst field conditions to kick for a kicker. A lot of yeah. Every every kicker says it's like the worst place to kick, uh, and, and we've seen it. Kickers just miss field goals in Tampa for whatever historically reason. Historically, great kickers miss field goals, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can see it coming down to that. I think it'll be a high scoring affair. I think it'll be like a thirty point to 30 point game a 40 point to 30 point game somewhere in there yeah um i could just see it happening with the way pittsburgh's defense is versus um kansas city's or kansas city against the uh, tampa bay's offense the way they've been looking yeah pretty much like kansas city they've been they've both been high octane explosive players quarterback play we weren't expecting it to be this good so i think ryan Fitzpatrick's gonna make his stamp this week I think it'll run out. I think the magic will run out. The Fitz magic will. But I think this yeah. week, it's still going to be there. Because it's a lackluster defense. Yes, uh, yeah. that's why. I, uh, and I think Tampa Bay, it, it turned into a surprisingly good game. At the beginning of the season, you look at it and you're like, I'm not going to watch that one. That's going to be a blowout for Pittsburgh. But now yeah. it's like, oh, this is this could be a high-scoring game, a fun game to watch. So... Yeah, so, yes. Yeah, I have, uh, yeah Tampa just... They're overall, like I think the defense for Tampa is very underrated as well. Uh, but their cornerback was in Pro Football Focus. He was like the uh, eighth rated, eighth highest defensive player of the week last week. Mm-hmm. So their defense has been highly underrated. They got Jerome McCord, which I think is a Hall of Famer. Uh, Beast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, their linebacking core is really good with uh, Corn Alexander, and I'm I'm blanking on the other one's name right now for some reason. I don't know. I'm blanking on the name, but yeah, their linebacking yeah, too. <laughs> uh, their linebacking core is uh, really good. Uh, I think JPP uh, got his first sack last week. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they got a really underrated defense, and I think they can either hold uh, Boswell to a long field goal in that last possession, and hopefully he misses it in that terrible condition, or hold that pit offense a little bit more than uh, what we're expecting of that pit offense. So. Yeah. Well. That concludes our predictions. Uh, I'm 17 and fi- uh, 15. I'm 17 and 15 to start the first two weeks of the season. Not super great, yeah. but it's better than Wyatt. Wyatt's 15 and 17. Um, hopefully, my picks start coming in better. Uh, past couple weeks, there's been some games. I'm like, oh wow, like I did not see that coming. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, maybe this week I'm a little bit more accurate. Uh, I'm sure I'm probably not gonna be. I never yeah. really am. Uh, but it's just fun to do it. Thank yeah. you guys for tuning in um, and listening to this episode. Follow us on social media at Varsity Ginger Fifty Five for myself, and follow me at underscore Sparky underscore four. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in. We'll we'll see you guys on Saturday um, for another top ten edition. Well, I think we're gonna My, do top ten pass rushers. Yeah. Currently in the NFL, so. The, the Von Millers, the Khalil Max, J.J. Watts, Aaron uh, Donalds, Aaron, uh, uh, Aaron uh, he could be, he could be in there. He, he I can would, get there. He's interior. He's interior to me. I'm talking so, like edge, ed, ed, edge ed, pass rushers, so edge, edge. Right. like top ten edge defenders. Okay, let's just yeah. do that. Yeah, top, top ten, ten edge. edge defenders. Because yeah. I don't want to get into this weird pass rusher. Like, oh, he's an inside guy. 
I don't get into that weird territory. I'm yeah. not doing that. So top ten edge defenders. We're gonna take in rushing, uh, run defense, pa- uh, pass rushing defense, everything like that into consideration when we're doing this. So it's not gonna just be pass rushing. So we will just do edge rushers. Period. Then. Um, thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys Saturday, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this week of football and enjoy your day. And you know, we'll see you then. See you. Have a good one.